podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. New home ownership can be a real eye-opener. But it's the perfect time to look into Homeowner 101 from The Home Depot. Free live streaming workshops taught by expert associates now at homedepot.com slash workshops. You'll find indoor and outdoor workshops, even home systems workshops. Plus, you'll get the know-how you need to care for your biggest investment. Master the basics at Homeowner 101, only at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops. Rashford, he's in here. He scores! Marcus Rashford takes yet another step up the ladder. And it's a lad from Manchester who scored. What Manchester? Only chance in my team like Man U. Yeah, like Man U. Thank you, man. Nice in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, my dangle. Only chance in my team like Man U. Yeah, like Man U. Manny. Ready! Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only chance in my team like Man U. Yeah, like Man U. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only chance in my team like Man U. Yeah, like Man U. All right, good evening, and welcome to another episode of Making Night Great Again. Um, this is Elijah, and I'm joined by Sebi. How's it going? What's good, bro? What's good, bro? And I'm joined by our resident bully, Rodney. How's it, how's it going? <laughs> Yo, what's up? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> so before we get into... um the game uh there's a few things we need to plug the patreon um had two new pieces go up last week the tactical analysis of, of the palace game 
and the first um, Pogba watch with Mario and Sebi. Uh, this week, I think we're going to have a few more things coming, hopefully. So we'll see about that. Uh, the Discord community, I joined for a bit on Saturday because I wasn't able to watch the game. And as soon as I joined, all, all I could hear was Mario just swearing Sebi was few few it as well <laughs> um, this discord yeah discord goes uh, off like if you're so listening funny. and you're not on discord yeah you are missing out it's like a whatsapp Crap. it's like a whatsapp group chat yeah it's so funny but so bam i would definitely join it sign up and join it the and it's free it's, it's free free as well like there's so many people there's so many different things to do there's not just united there's the Chelsea, Liverpool, Arsenal, there's the court side, there's UFC, so much shit. And we've got our, our YouTube. So if you're more of a more of a watcher than a listener, this will go up the next day after this pod is released. And then yeah, you can listen to that there. Now, now that that's all out the way, I'm gonna defer to Sebi and Rodney about the game because I wasn't able to watch it, but I'm hearing it was a it was a crazy game. So first, I'm gonna go to Rodney to see how how he felt about it. Yeah, man, that that was probably one of our worst performances and probably one of the best performances I've seen from Brighton. I think they followed up from their their good game against Chelsea as well. I think it was they played well against Chelsea, I believe. Yeah, it was just it, it weren't great, man. I guess it's the same as last week against Palace. The only difference is we had Matic who was able to plug a bit more gaps so we didn't look as bad in the transition. But offensively, uh cohesion wise, patterns of play, um overlaps, underlaps, individual performances, all bad. All very, 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 very bad. Aaron Wambasaka, I think another terrible performance from him. Lindelof and Maguire, I wouldn't really say they had the worst games, but it's just another poor performance from them. Go Pogba. We'll touch on that a bit later. Who else was there? Martial. Oh man. Yeah, it was it was all over the pitch. It was just bad and the goals we conceded weren't great and we needed um, a little bit of history to win that game there not complaining I'll take the three points it, it kind of sounds like we didn't win the game but there's not really much too much to take away from that game other than three points like you're not really confident going into the next game after watching that it was just so bad Bruno as well he's, uh, he's pissing me off he's come away with that game with, is it a goal and assist yep yep how I don't understand and then I'm looking at, uh, obviously, sofa score ratings and all of those you don't really go by, but he's got high ratings. He was so bad that game. I don't understand how he's, he's managing to just... He's, he's tricking his way through the season again. I mean, you can't be mad, but you can be mad. Like, if you have to watch that for 90 minutes, but he goes away with a goal and assist, it's like a catch-22, man. Yeah, we're, weren't impressed with that, that game. Boy, um, Sebi, I want to talk about our midfield because it seemed like from what I was hearing that it was just a terrible performance once again and I feel like Bruno conceded that penalty early in Pogba's performance 
it was just indicative of what's been, what we've been seeing recently. I, I want to talk about the midfield as a whole and what you think what you think Brighton have done well and what you think like we really need to improve on. You're oh. mute, bro. Shit, shit. Yes, yeah, sorry. The midfield as a whole, let me just start off, is terrible. Like, terrible, terrible, terrible. But one thing I do have to say is I have to throw in there is I'm not too sure if it's the fact that we haven't put in a, we haven't had a preseason and that was our, what, third game since Sevilla. So that was our third game. So Aston Villa was a preseason match. So only had one preseason game. And then obviously the game against Palace and then the game against Brighton. So that's our third game. So the players are unfit or the players are still tired. And it's still, I'm st- I won't be able to tell like for until maybe three, four games down the line, what's going on. Because if they're tired, we are finished. Like we are finished. We just have to hope that it's the fact that they're unfit. If we're unfit, there's, there's a way to salvage uh, the midfield. But it's just indicative of what I've been saying, man. Um, Pogba doesn't know how to tackle. Um, and he's playing in this, what, six role. Um, with, and he's playing with Matic. And Matic is... Matic, you know, again, he was probably the best out of the but out of the three. But it's like the bar's in hell. Do you know what I mean? The bar is in hell. So, like, him being the best out of three doesn't mean he was great. It just means he was the best out of a bad bunch. But still, Matic is showing them up. And Matic at least does his job at a competent level. Pogba, what we want from you is we want you to create, bro. Um, You're not able to tackle. You're not able to set the tempo. Your job is to create. But you're trying to create from that sixth position. And it's just like the players, the midfield have no chemistry. They don't want to play with each other. All they want to do is get the ball and hit one killer pass. That's all they want to do. They don't want to play or they want to get the ball and then find Wan-Bissaka. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's nothing, they don't have no com- combinations in midfield. They don't know where, they don't know where where, where um, their teammate is to kind of pass the ball off and, and create things with them. It's non-existent. And that kind of reflects on the games that the attackers had because if the midfield is non-existent, what do you expect the attackers to do? They're literally feeding off scraps. Like, when we even talk about Rashford's goal, Rashford's goal is a half chance. Like, I remember being on Discord and I asked Morale because I didn't want to be biased. I said, what's the bare minimum you expected from that Rashford chance? He said, the bare minimum I expect from that Rashford chance is Rashford to get a shot on target. Yeah? I don't... If he doesn't score, I'm not mad but he has to get a shot on target. And for me, that that was what I thought straight away. I was like, listen, this isn't a clear opportunity. He made it into a clear opportunity. And that was literally our only opportunity of the game. And that's really, really rubbish. I feel like, like, like the, the midfield need to do more. They need to play with each other. And they need to just stop trying to pass through other players, man. It, it, yeah, it, it was rubbish. And as you said, Rodney... Um, Sofa score giving Bruno a sit score just because he got the assist and um, he got the goal. But, bro, he was rubbish all game. The one moment he had was the Rashford pass. And as I said, it wasn't a clear-cut opportunity. It was half a chance. And everything else was rubbish, man. Gave away the pen. Um, and the thing is, when he was running, I knew he was going to give away the pen. I called it on Discord. Um, yeah, they're just not aware. They're not mentally sharp. And I just hope it's the fact that it's match fitness rather than they're tired. Because if it's a hangover from the way how they played on lockdown, 
we're, we're gonna finish 15th, lads. We're finishing 15th. We're fucked, bro. We are fucked if it's a hangover. <laughs> I'm just hoping yeah, that it's okay. just a match fitness thing, bruv. And then we say fair enough, in it? But again, um, I think Van der Beek should have uh, played, but he'll probably play um, on Wednesday or whatever. Um, and he's the only one that looks like he can set a tempo. And do you know what's fucked is um, United have a thing, yeah, since like Fergie. Uh, left is when a player when a good player comes in he catches the lurgies so he ends up the same level as the other players in in that in the team so we'll bring in a quality player he'll be good for three games and in the fourth game he'll be exactly the same as all the other shit in the team and everybody's just catching the lurgies and everybody's all shit together so really and truly I don't even want him to be a part of this stuff right, right now like we just yeah we just need to kind of step it up the tempo needs to change and um, yeah, it's, it's it's horrific. Right, I mean, there's not much else I could add to that. I mean, that Bruno guy, he's been making me sick for a while now. So yeah. at least more people are talking about because he 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 was getting away with it uh, post lockdown. But um, there's something that Solskjaer said that was interesting. This was about. Um, he said, "We don't stop. We, we we don't stop enough crosses down that left hand side. We allow too many cro- cro- crosses in. It's also down to team shape and the sharpness. For me, we need to work more from the sides to stop crosses." And that was about the Wambasaka performance. Well, um, this is. <laughs> and, and, then, and then he went on to say, "This is about Wambasaka. He's practicing defending the back stick. He's a joy to work with. He wants to learn. He will improve. Of course, the chance towards the end there. He will also need help from." Other players. I just, um, I just, it's baffling. It's I don't understand. You're complaining about something you're supposed to be coaching. You've got Greenwood and Aaron Wambasaka on one side. Naturally, Greenwood isn't a defender, and it's just not part of his game. He's he's a front man. You're not going to see him come back and cover the back post or help help Aaron Wambasaka often. If that that isn't that if that's what you want from your right hand side. You're not gonna get that, so I don't, I don't understand why you're persisting with Greenwood and Alan Wabasaka if you're saying we don't stop enough crosses coming in, or we don't do this, we don't do that. Is that it's just, it doesn't make any sense. Then you need to coach Greenwood to get back more. I don't understand what he expects from that partnership by doing nothing and just saying, oh, we need to do this, we need to do that. From the player profiles you got, how is that possible? How is that gonna work? How are you, how are you gonna improve us? defensively by asking Greenwood to get back more you take away what he gives us offensively and then then what's the point in being on the pitch I, I don't understand both sides nobody gets back really but it's because Aaron Wan-Bissaka sits off sits off his man until they try and push the ball past him this is the issue we have with letting crosses in or um, letting shots on goal with Aaron Wan-Bissaka because he's not he doesn't really engage he's sort of standoffish until you try and bypass him so he gives you that yard or two but if you're not trying to beat him then that yard or two is useful to shoot or to get a ball in the box so again are you going to change the way Alan Wabasaka defends it's just those comments to me are crazy it's pretty um, interesting because you said that both sides you said you need to stop you need to work on crosses from both sides really and it's the fact that um it's been a problem. Well, we saw versus Sevilla. Both goals came from those crosses. And even all three goals, no, I think the first and third goal versus 
Palace, we saw that um, they came they came from the the sides as well. So it's a big issue. And the fact of the matter is, we have Greenwood, Pogba, Wambasaka, and Lindelof on one side defensively. That's just not that's not gonna work. So it doesn't yeah, it doesn't make sense. So he's got. I don't understand what he's gonna do with those player profiles to make a difference. That's just baffling. But but we got the win. Um, yeah, <laughs> you got the win. Like, like you forget that we actually did get the three points after the final whistle. Yeah, I mean, what do, what did you think of the um, penalty decision? Like, is that legit? Can um can VAR pull play back after the final whistle? Like, have we actually looked at that being? It's that blackjack. Do you know what I mean, like, <laughs> that sometimes they, you can do bringbacks. Yeah, you know what I mean, sometimes yeah, you can do bringbacks. Depends. They're they're different different rules, rules, isn't it? it literally up, depends who you play with, bro. It depends yeah, who you they're play with. Bare different rules. Bare different. It depends who you they're play with. Rules. I might have played with a next guy who's got the heritage, and he can bring. He can do the bringbacks like United. Yeah, yeah, There's other yeah. people that can't. Do you know what I mean? So it literally depends. Like it depends who you're playing with, bro. And the thing yeah, is, to be crazy. fair, logically it makes sense because. Yeah, it does. Like, really and truly, like, the reason why it makes sense is because, um, uh, like, when it happened, the game was on. Obviously, Mm. it's going to be called that. For example, like, if the game goes on five more seconds, the referee stops it. Like, the referee just was like, cool, the game's done, I'm I'm blowing a whistle. But this happened during while the game was playing in it so it happened while the game was playing and it's a handball and VAR give a penalty for these decisions so because VAR give penalties for these decisions it's a penalty in it so obviously you're gonna say yeah listen you missed this yeah we've got to take the pen before the game's done and well yeah you know I mean we've got the three points in it so yeah, I'll take that, man. I, we can't. I knew rubbish. they were going to equalize. I knew they. Oh were yeah, equalize. yeah. That was that he was. Just, that... He went five. Did he go five at the back? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He did. He brought on. Oh gosh, five, man. I, um, that's another thing I want to ask. How did he look any better when we went five at the back? No, we no. just invited more pressure. They 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 just, pinned us back. Yeah. To be fair, they they did it all game, but when we went five at the back, it just got worse because there was, was absolutely zero pressure on the ball because look at the players you're asking to pressurise the ball. I think Fred come on for Pogba and he was just... Uh, I don't even know it. He was on holiday. He was on. came on to soar, up our, um, soar us up defensively. And bro, I can't lie, I didn't know he was on the pitch. I didn't even know he was playing. That's, he did nothing. Just running around and just... When we went five at the back, it made no difference. It got worse, in fact. Mm. Yeah. yeah, like when we went five at the back, yeah, whereas before we was kind of getting out and then maybe like doing a little thing or, or, or by ourselves, like we're doing a little thing and maybe put it, like try to put in a threatening pass or, you know, we'll, we'll do something anyway. When we went five in the back, it was literally constant pressure. Constant, constant. pressure. We did not come out of our own half. And the thing is, it's like, for me, I thought our destiny lies in a three-five-two or four-four-two. Mm. I don't think our destiny uh, 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 um, is in a three in midfield. It doesn't work for us with the personnel we have. It does not work for us. And the more we kind of get away from, the more we kind of stay with this uh, three or double pivot or whatever they're trying to do in midfield, the more we're going to struggle because we're not coached well. Yeah, for me, I feel like. Formations like a four four two 
is an old Brexit formation. You do not have to be the most well-versed coach to coach a 4-4-2. Yeah. It's actually very, very basic. And I feel that that's what we need to do. We need to bring it back down to basics. And then that also allows our most threatening players to be right next to goal because the positions that, again, Rashford is picking up the ball on the left are rubbish. Um, I think I think against Brighton, he was much better in regards to the positions he picked up. But the previous mm. few games has been rubbish. He's picking it up at the halfway line. And that's reminiscent yeah. of when uh, Josie was here. When Josie yeah. was here, our whole issue was Rashford's too, um, he's too, he's too, um, he, far he's away not, from goal. Far, yeah, he's too far away from goal. Um, he's picking up the ball from the halfway line and having to beat three, four players to create a chance. And that's the issue that's been with Rashford uh, since mm-hmm. he came back from injury. So for us, I'm just like, listen, we're obviously not coached well. Players are still just vibing positions and we need to start getting win. Wins. So let's go. Let's get back to basics. Let's do a four-four-two. Rashford and Marshall up front, or Greenwood and Marshall, or Greenwood and Rashford, or whatever combination you want to do it. Maybe Rashford on the wing or whatever. And I, I honestly feel like that's the best formation for Man United right now. Or a three-five-two if you get um, that tells you in or whatever. Yeah, just to just to touch on Rashford, I don't. I think if we had a proper coach. He doesn't need to have the ball so much. I don't know why we have him on the ball so much because when he's on the shoulder or he's running in behind, that's his bag. That's where he's the most dangerous. I don't understand why we have him on the ball so much and why some of our play isn't geared towards Rashford running off the shoulder as he did for as he did for his goal. So I don't he's not he's he's good on the ball, but he's more effective when he's off the shoulder and he needs to do that more. And that needs to be coached more because once we get that side of his game out of him, then it's just goals on goals and dangerous, dangerous attacks on dangerous attacks. But for now, if he's getting the ball from the halfway line, he's trying to pass, he's trying to beat four or five players or he's looking to do something clever. I don't. He can do it, but I don't think it's the best part of his game. And you saw some of that. You saw the good parts of his game against Brighton and some of the bad parts of his game against Brighton. It was like a game of two halves, really. I don't think he was that great the first half. And second half, he was better. He was, it wasn't even one of his best performances. It wasn't even a great performance. And I think he could have finished the game with, like, uh, three involvements, like two goals and an assist or something like that. So looks promising for Rashford in, in that sense. But we just need to get him doing what he does best or what he's good at. And that's without the ball, in my opinion. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. Um, lastly... We, we can't t- touch on him too much because, you know, we have our own segment that we have for the patrons. But look like another stinker for our boy Pogbeezy. Uh, it's, it's looking a bit tight because, you know, since that Southampton game, he's been looking a bit funny. I can't lie. Um, just want to get your swift comments on his performance versus Brian. And um, if it's a fitness issue or if it's just him. Yeah. It's time to go. 
Like when I, when I, bro, <laughs> <laughs> listen, <laughs> it's time to go, bro. You see, see Pogba, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Love hate relationship, bro. Love hate bro, relationship. Listen, I've been on this youth for a time, innit? Like, and then today I've seen an article that Juve won him back, but that happens every year. Um, they want him back and they potentially want to swap Aaron Ramsey plus cash, which is a rubbish deal, but fair enough anyway. But yeah, Pogba against Brighton, for me, I just feel like he... he, he I'll just basically go off what I said last week in the Pogba watch, which everybody that listens to this should watch, uh, should listen to. It's me and Mariah. Every single Pogba performance, we're going to be giving you reviews. So yeah, anyway, so... Pogba is um, in danger of becoming a jack of all trades and a master of none. So he's in this uh, position, he's in the central position, and he's trying to do a bit of everything. And sometimes he can do a bit of everything, but he he's not really excelling at one real thing right now. And this is this has been uh, him since he came here. And I feel like the reason why people ignore that is because, yeah, he's capable of 10 out of 10 uh, performances, and everybody just raw, yeah, on his days, on raw, whatever. But the majority of the time, this guy is either a passenger in midfield or a liability in midfield. Do you know what I mean? Or sometimes he can be both. So I'm saying, and and for me, I just feel like the Brighton game, he was a he was a passenger in the Brighton game, and he was a liability because um he well he almost gave away the pen, but that got um that got uh, ruled out. But the thing is, I knew that was going to be a pen. Well, I knew he, he was going to do something to make it be a pen. Like, I, again, there's something else I called on Discord. And lucky, because of the way how uh, Connolly like, moved his leg in front of Pogba, it was ruled out. But again, like he can't tackle, man. So this what having him in deep positions makes no sense. Play the U middle wing, bro. Play him in the left quadrant right next to the attackers. Do not leave, get him out of the 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 middle um the the midfield or right in the middle trying to get pick up the ball, trying to tackle, trying to do all of that. Get him away from that, bro. Play him in that left attacking position and let him just vibes and dominate the ball from there. And this is the issue with Man United. They want to spark, bro. Like they don't address key issues, bro. You should have got a controller, should have should get a ball winner and go play Pogba in his best position. But you've got Bruno and you've got Van der Beek and you've just got bears of the same players. Like it just don't make no sense. Rodney, well, what do you think about the performance and Pogba overall? He looks heavy, man. <laughs> he looks heavy, bro. He looks you know what? I, I remember, I think it was, oh, I can't remember. I think it was last season. I, mm. I, I, I think it was this season when the kits got released. And then, and then I was seeing the kits on pop. I was thinking, rah, these kits don't look, pe- don't, don't, don't look, guys look nice at all. Then I realised it's just Pogba still. That guy's yeah. huge now. Like He looks, he looks heavy. He plays, he plays like he's heavy as well at the moment. Obviously we can't say too much, but I think, he finished that game with 71% pass completion. 71% pa- pass completion, no tackles, no chances. Yeah, with a player of his ability with the ball, passing-wise and his range, 71% pass 
probably that's all you need to know about his performance, to be honest with you, because it weren't like he created chances or those passes were dangerous. It was lazy, lethargic, I can't be bothered type of passes, like crossfield passes where they were like three or four men marking the player he was trying to pass the ball across. And there, were, there was, I think he did, uh, he made a mistake when he passed the ball out. I think we even scored from it eventually, but had we not of, it might have been on top for him. But yeah, I won't, won't say too much on it, but it was a, um, it was a stinker, and when he has stinkers, they're really, really bad. Like he does, he doesn't know how to. You know, when you're having a bad game, manage your bad game and just get back to basics and do the basics right to get your confidence, get the momentum, get your rhythm going, so you can start trying things in a game. It's just that when it goes bad for him, he tries way too much, way too often to try and get. I think he knows in his head he's having a bad game even without the fans in the stadium, he knows he's having a bad game. And then it's just, he puts on the cape and tries way too much. And we've got, we've, we've got another player who does that, Bruno and himself. But I just think when Pogba's was having a bad game, you know, he's having a bad game because it's really bad. He doesn't manage, he doesn't manage bad performances well at all. Like players can have bad games and then they'll just get back to the basics. But him, no, nah, he wants to try things and then it gets worse and it gets worse and it gets worse and it gets worse. And then it's at a point where he has to get hooked. Like, you've got no choice. Even with our bench options, how bad they are, you have to hook him because it's that bad. And it's interesting because there was a game two two seasons ago. Um, we faced Brian as well. We we lost that game 3-2. And, oh, I, I and I remember second half where... Exactly, exactly the same thing. Just got progressively worse and worse. It was kicking the ball off the pitch. I think he scored the penalty at the end, but he was shocking that game. And it's just the thing that he he does. He can't manage himself through a bad game. Um, I feel he plays like, like he's, he plays like he's got a JD bag on, bro. <laughs> nah, <laughs> you know them pictures are so. Bam. Yeah. <laughs> oh. but yeah, I mean, he he needs to sort that. Basically, at the end of the day, my man is twenty seven years old. He's about to be twenty eight in f- February. You can have all the excuses in the world where, fine, you're not being played in the best team best coach team not being played with the right partner and stuff like that that is fine but you can't slip below a certain standard and the problem with Pogba is he slips below that standard far too often and it's so far below the standard he looks like a player that I don't recognize at all like yeah it like it's just like stuff like that is unforgivable because it was exactly the same versus Southampton last season as well in the two yeah. where you could have lost us that game and we're out we're out of the running for the, the Champions League. And stuff like that, as an experienced member of the team, like as are probably our best player, like just in general, he's he's probably our best player. Yeah. That that, that type of stuff can't wash. And yeah. that that's that's the type of things where you see why the Sunes and the Nevilles get onto him. Like you can't de- 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 defend that. So yeah. yeah, it's just a bit poor, but um, one no, just thing... to, just to throw in there. Mm. Obviously, we watched Kevin De Bruyne. I think he played it. Did he play in a pivot yesterday? He eventually went into a pivot, and he looked 
And he looked, he had a stinker as well. So I'm taking a little bit of heart from that as well because nobody can start, nobody can start beating Pobo with the KDB stick anymore. But oh, KDB can play. In a bit. Well, we, <laughs> nah. we we saw it, we saw it, and it and it weren't nice. It weren't nice. So yeah, but, at least we um, put that to bed. But um, I think this is what Oli said after the game about Pogba. Um, he missed a lot of preseason because of his illness, so he's had no internationals or friendly against Villa. So, of course, the 260 and 65 minutes he's had will help him along and it will just get better and better. Which is <laughs> which is fair, but I, I've seen his performances in... I've seen these type of performances <laughs> where Bob was in mid-flow, so... Yeah, yeah, bro. I can't <laughs> lie. So, we'll see. I can't lie, because, bro, yeah. <laughs> that's, what, that's all I'm going to say on that. Um... <laughs> We'll see, um, bro. That's such what? nonsense, you know, because we eat, like. <laughs> hey, that's why I'm moving on, bro. I, I just had to, put, <laughs> I just had to put, put put that in quickly. Oh, okay, you know, cool, cool, cool. Just that's to let him say face a bit, but boy. <laughs> we begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes. And deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. <sighs> Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary. Um, fam, it's been a long summer. <laughs> and we've had one-sided. And it's oh, about man. to end next week. We've had one-sided. Um... Yeah, man. What do you think this last few weeks gonna be? Is it gonna be prime time woody season finale, or is it gonna be a horror show? It's already a horror show. I think even woody season finale is a horror show in itself. So I, I don't know, man. It's just I've never. I said it earlier on in the timeline. I've never seen us fake our way for a transfer window as we are now. Like. It's insane how they've managed to spin the same sentence on Sancho for six weeks. That is, you know what, that that in itself, they deserve some sort of award because how they've managed to spin Sancho has agreed personal terms and United are going to make a bid for six weeks is is insane. And even with a deal like Alex Hells, that to me that looks like the easiest deal of the uh, uh, of the window right now. And we'll just do that, you know, you just see things coming out like, yeah, United are trying to drive down the price. Like, okay, like there's a week left of the window, bro. It's like, you saw us perform against Palace. You saw us perform against Brighton. You saw us scrape for fourth, third last season. You know we need players. Now we're into the last however many days of the window and we've not addressed one priority issue in the squad yet. Like, it's, it's insane. Because now the best we can hope to do with the names that are floating is sign a left back. And that, that that's that's poor because we need a centre back, we need a DM, we needed a right wing. And to go into the season with only addressing one issue is mightily poor. And you're not you're not helping Oli at all. Like he needs all the help he can get because he's not a great coach, tactician, or whatever. He ain't got the minerals. And the best that most United fans are hoping for is the Porto left back 
and some still hold a glimmer of hope of Sancho. And for a window where we could have used it as a catalyst to get closer to um, City and Liverpool, this poor man, this poor, I think. Something's going on where it's, it's a little bit deeper. Like obviously, there's been articles about we don't have money or we've got restrictions because of the debt and stuff. So, yeah, not impressed, man. Um, I'm just gonna go, go through a rundown of the story. This week, it seems like it's leaking out that United are gonna give a take it or leave it bid to Dortmund. Um, apparently, it's gonna be. 65 million up front with 25 million of achievable add-ons which brings it to 90 million which is about 18 million away from what Dortmund want overall um if you think about it 65 million up front Dortmund want 95 million yeah. want 90 million up front and then they don't care about they they're pretty fine with the rest being add-ons so add-ons we're basically about 25 million away up front and then 20 million away overall. So um apparently apparently that's that's gonna be our take it or leave it offer. If they don't take it, then I don't understand. Like are we um, we're not dealing with a club who who need the money in a sense. Like I, I don't understand. How can you put a take it or leave it bid which is lower than what Dortmund have set all summer? I don't understand. This is baffling. They said they want 90 million up front, so you're going to go 25 million below that we and then have bit. add-ons. So, yeah, you're just, you're just stunting with no cash, man. That's, that's yeah. all it is. It's, it's insane. Well, I've been on Mugga, yeah, for like two seasons saying we ain't got peace because you're not, I've been saying it for time. <laughs> nah, nah, yeah, United, United have been tricking people. I've been saying because every single year I look at our revenue. And I'm thinking, our revenue dwarfs bad every team in the Prem. Every team in the Prem, I don't know about this season or last season, but before we was dwarfing everybody, we was moving to everybody. The thing is with everyone else is they had things to pay for, i.e. stadiums and other stuff or whatever. We literally had nothing to pay for other than the Glazers' debt. Mm. Yeah, that's all we have to pay for, you know, the Glazers' debt. Without the Glazers' debt, we could move outrageous, outrageous in the window. And this is why I used to always tell people, I said, listen, the reason why, like people see the 150 every year and say, but we've spent money, but we've spent money. For example, yeah, if I, if my whole arm is rotten, yeah, and I flip in, cut off my, 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 my I, I cut off my little finger and I replace it with, uh, a fake little finger, but the rest of my hand is still rotten, the little finger gets rotten. So I have to replace that again. If I yeah. cut off two fingers, do you know what I mean? Replace it with two fake fingers, I still have to replace that again. United mm. have needed to cut the whole hand off and start again from time. They've needed to cut the whole hand off and start again from time. But the reason we can't do that is because the glazer, the glazers are fucking about with the peas. United should have had should have been had a 300 million transfer window. Everybody thinks that's ludicrous, but we can actually afford it. This is what we should have had. Same way how City have spent 400 million on fucking defenders, this should have been Manchester United. United should have spent until they got it right. That is it, simple as that. Not 
oh, let's buy three players here. Let's buy three players here. Oh, okay. Oh, then let's not address an issue for two seasons and then the rest of the squad gets old and then let's address it when everybody gets old. We're, we're fucking doing it so crazy. Like, remember, for a time, we didn't address the midfield and we allowed other players to get old and then we finally brought Pogba in and Pogba's in by himself and then we brought our own Matic. Bro, it, the, the squad building has been shit. The yeah. amount of players we bought have been shit. Everything has just been shit. Again, coaches take some of the blame because they bought rubbish and there was gems out there and they wanted certain players and we got fleas for certain players. That is fine. That's perfectly fine. But again, we needed to spend big. We've had, we've like, and, and then on top of that, on top of that, let's bring it to this season. This season, fair enough. Fuck it. We're going to, um, our usual transfers, 150, yeah? 150 right now would have sorted out all of our problems. If we were fair, sorry, like, Post Champions League qualification, I think our expenditure is not 150. I think it's probably closer to 68 or something. Um, yeah. When we qualify for Champions League, on average, I think the amount is 19 million. Which yeah, is fucking, like it's, it's crazy. Everton are spending that type of money. Like yeah. people like Everton are spending t- that type of money. Like I remember one, I think it was like three seasons ago when Everton spent a hundred million. So our, our fans are getting gassed over a hundred million, one hundred and fifty million. We're spending the same as Everton, bro. We're not doing anything. We've yeah. like we we keep signing these players like the, our defenders or whatever to uh, long term extensions because we don't want to replace them. Pep Guardiola came in Man City and said, "Yo, this isn't it. I've got man like Mangala, all these other men." This is in it. I'm buying two fullbacks. I'm buying two centre-backs. I'm buying two fullbacks on, a, on the other side. And we're moving. If I ain't doing that, I ain't coming. Simple as that. We've been needed to have a backup for fucking Shaw. Or, sorry, not even a backup, a replacement for Shaw. For how many years? Five we years. suffered with We <laughs> suffered for, with Brandon Williams for last season, and it was average. We've mm. needed to have two other centre-backs. We bought Maguire for eight million. Jose brought Lindelof. Cool. If this doesn't work, someone like Pep can get rid of them and go again. But for us, we have to. We're gonna have those two forever. Yeah. We're gonna have those it's two. It's insane because yeah. forever. Yeah, it's insane because now we've we signed Maguire and it, like from his play, most people would say we need to sign something to complement him or carry him. Mm-hmm. Then we go out and Saka, and people are now saying we need to replace him. So it's like we still got, and then we don't know if Bailly's going to stay fit. So that is basically a whole back four where there's question replaced. marks that needs yeah. to be replaced. Basically. That needs to be replaced. And we don't and, know what's going on with De Gea and, and how good Henderson is. Henderson right, could come so, in and be shit. Well, this is, I, like, I didn't know too much about Henderson. And then everyone was like, yeah, Henderson, Henderson. And then I focused on him and then he got packed in every single game. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, after, I mean crazy. after lockdown, he was pretty poor. But yeah, that's when I started tuning in, and I was like, generally, oh, over the season, has been pretty good. And we've seen Sheffield United so far; they don't look too good with, with without him to still. Yeah. That Ramsdale guy is fucking awful. But yeah, um, yeah, um, in terms of if, okay, so if. An aisle di- an aisle di- an ideal entered the window. What would it be for you, Sebi? Ideal enter the window, yeah. And this is li- literally achievable. I'm actually 
like lower my expectations for this year. <laughs> every single year, bro. Every single year. they do it to me. They do it <laughs> every to me every year. Years, at the start, it's, at the start is at, yeah. at the start of the window. I'm saying we need five, six players. Five, six it, players. We need it, this it, one, I, that I one. Say that, that one. I say that every five, single year for the five, year. last five years. Also, Elijah, I've said this, bro. I've said yeah. this every single year. We need five, six players. We need five, six players. And then I get so tired at the end. Woodward is physically free down. Oh, give me free. Just give me free, oh, bro. Fuck it, give me free. Like he does this to me every year, bro. I yeah. this year, but I do. Listen, if United had any sense, give me Thomas Party, yeah, fifty mil. Uh, Alex Tellers, twenty mil, and I know. Give me Saul or Brooks minimum. Give me Saul Brooks. Saul may be too expensive for United. So the 40 million, they may not want to do it. Or 30 million, million. give me Brooks for 20 mil. That is achievable. I'm actually giving you, Brooks is my third option or fourth option. Alex Tellers, I don't even know how good he is, but I'll take him. But bruv, I would literally take those three. Like, and, and that is achievable. Like, it doesn't make no sense. Like, if we can't secure these type of deals, then what's the point, bruv? Rodney, how about you? I don't know, man. An idea into the window, would it just be shutting tonight? To be honest with you. <laughs> I can't take my heart, can't take anymore, man. I no, just want it. I fucking I love just, I love the I window. I just want bro. it to stop. I just want it to stop. I want the pain to stop. I want it to go away. Like it's just it's too much now, man. I don't I don't know what would be. I don't want to say what an, I don't want to put it in that universe what an ideal enter this thing would be because then I'm going to get my hopes up and think okay that's achievable let's go and do it and then at the end of the window we faked our way to signing no one so I'm going to say I'm just going to go with the obvious and say the left back from Porto and then yeah that's that's for me I'm going to be realistic I'm not even going to I'm not even going to be an idealist I can't <laughs> I can't it's heartbreaking bro to say like even even David Brooks at this point that that would he's a baller that would keep me happy but I just that's not going to happen Oh, I don't know, man. This, Thomas Partey, that's that's a dream. I think Atletico Madrid probably want to hold on to him at this point. I they, don't, I don't. They do want to hold on to him. But they the do, problem, right? Okay, yeah. So I don't. I don't. No, but but he has a release clause, isn't it? Yeah, he has. A release that's clause. why I said party because okay. what's his release clause but activated? Is. Are, are they renewing? Paying, we are not paying forty-five million upfront, bro. I don't understand it. It's hands on the heads. It's hands on the heads. We're, we're not paying 45 minutes up front for yeah. one. Well, I, I promise you, I, I reckon we could we could see this week it would be the maddest rumour mills. United have done this. United have put this bid in. They've put that bid in. It's a bit too late. It's a bit too mm-hmm. this. The other team can't find a replacement. And we signed no one. I'm telling you, we could end the transfer window this is the with first one signing. Sebi to take off his glasses on the project. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, bro, don't write it off. We could go to the end of the window, deadline day, and sign nothing. Like you said, I think you said in the group chat, Sebi, Josh King. And I even Josh saw King. a rumor. Bro, I, bro I, I even saw I saw a rumor about him like two days ago. <laughs> bro, I told you uh, that's Ed Woodward's joker, Josh King. He's gonna call up Bournemouth <laughs> and he's gonna say, ah, oh, fuck it, Josh King. <laughs> bro, the guy's a sicko, bro. You know, I don't want to be disrespectful to Josh King because he's he's not a bad squad option. But, bro, from the start of the window, like, you can't say I'm going to sign... Like, every, all the issues, we, we all prioritise our issues. And I don't think Van Der Beek covered any of those issues. 
and maybe Josh King covered a few people needing a striker. So I don't know, man. Like, I don't, it's scary times at United. I don't know what we're gonna do. We won't. I don't even know if we'll get, we'll get um top four if the if we stay the way we are in terms of squads because watching Spurs against Newcastle, I know they drew, but they looked all right, man. Um, they did. They did. They um, looked all right, and they still got that left back, I believe, and whatever of left of Gareth Bell. So. Um, that's incomings in terms of outgoings. It seems like Pereira's off. Unfortunately, yeah, it's, a, it's a good move for him. He's actually, it's actually a good. I'm surprised he's actually got quite a good club to go. Oh to, no, no, to Pereira on the continent has really respect because yeah, it's quite of what he done at Girona. He was decent. He, he was okay for a bit at Valencia, and mm. he's just a foreign player who's got a nice name. So, yeah. I guess um, I saw the Lazio coach talking about him saying he's a good player. I I do feel like because they have Luis Alberto now, so mm. I feel like next season I think he might go, and then I think they'll try to get Hughes Pereira to re- replace him, which would be very good for us because the price that I'm seeing around twelve, fifteen million, maybe up to something like twenty three million as an option to buy. Yeah, so that would be very good for us to do. Yeah, so tw- what? So, so twenty-seven million euros, bro. Option. Yeah, yeah 20, sterling, no, sterling. No uh, euros. Oh, euros. So, option. So that would be twenty-three million, I think. That's sick. Yeah. So if we if can that's get that true, for him, if that's true, that would be amazing. I've, and, I, and I think that would that would be the first time I've seen us extend a player's contract and we use the and length of his contract sense, yeah. to sell yeah. him the price. Yeah. Uh, small in. I watched Roma the other day. They need a centre back, but it's not looking they, like they keep slutting for him as well. And yeah. the, the thing is, is that I, I do respect Woodward being firm. They wanted twelve million, which is criminal. Yeah, he was yeah. their best player last season, well, the best defender last season, one of the best defenders in Serie A. Mm. That's what people were saying. So for you to try get twelve million for him, that's a dickhead thing. You're actually taking a piss. Um, United want closer to eighteen million. So. Cool. Yeah, that's fucking calm, man. <laughs> so, like, fifteen, sixteen should be yeah. f, 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 should be fair. And How do you know much what I mean? Is he on though, a week, uh, probably eight, like hundred. It's like hundred or eighty. Eighty, hundred. But the thing is, in in Italy, what they've done recently is that they've they've brought in new tax rules. So foreigners that are coming in, they get much lower tax. I think it's like twenty percent. That's fantastic. So they, so you can sign a player. And he only pays twenty percent tax, and so that he's is earning the same. That's really? that's so yeah. much easier. But um, I was I, I, the thing is I was, I was watching Roma and they signed a player, Kumbula. He he he's like a centre back as well, and this guy he when he signed he basically said he looks up to Smallin. He's always looked up to Smallin that he has modelled his whole game on him. I'm dead. And, and is, that's is the centre back they just signed. <laughs> like, bro, they is are slotted for him. It must be crack. Yeah, it must <laughs> they be slotted for him. It must be crack. They, must made, be crack. they made Brother. him say that in the press conference, bro. What? I can't believe that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they said, I, I look, I model my game on Swallow. I said, wow. That's... No way. 
Who's that man's father? Because honestly, <laughs> you can't have your son running around saying them type of things. You know? I know that's not true. They're definitely. Oh, listen. Smalling, you know. Um, the other rumors I've heard: Jones apparently, if Burnley sell Tarkovsky, Burnley might want to take Jones on loan. Please God. <laughs> But no, every club are trying to do us with this loan thing, though. Yeah, 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 Go and buy them, bro. <laughs> every club is trying to you do us with this loan thing. The loan thing is, is all right, but then you remember they got to come back. And That's what I'm saying. That's and like, look at even now. Obligation. But look at even now, like, Smalling's come back mm-hmm. now. Now we're struggling to ship him because we want a nice yeah. fee. That's, yeah, yeah, 100%. We need the obligation, bro. If you're going on yeah. loan, we need an obligation. Mm-hmm. the obligation. 100%. Yeah, you got you to gotta, you gotta take him regardless. I don't think we gain much from loan spells, really. No, like, no, financially, we don't. Just a small bit, just yeah, yeah just a small bit, like just your, yeah. Just it's not, it's not too much, unless we're saying yeah, Jones coming out and what and and uh, Pereira going on loan that that frees up space to maybe get for Sancho. I don't, I don't really. Loan spells are just not really beneficial. We need yeah. obligations, man, because they come back. And you kind of forget that throughout the season. That these, <laughs> men are, these men are coming back. Like. Look, look at Rojo, bro. Rojo's here. Nobody's putting no bid for him. What's he doing? Where is he? He's just vibing, bro. He's he in, in Gaucho. He's in the state. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, he um, <laughs> so, um, <laughs> apparently, apparently, Argentinian. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 apparently, we're trying to ramp up our outgoing so Rojo uh, R- Romero uh, Lindgaard there were the other names mentioned but I think Lindgaard is going to stay yeah Lindgaard doesn't want to leave yeah. like he, he I'm sure he's even cracked like Lingard, as soon as <laughs> fam, as soon as like he was linked with leaving, bruv, last season, the back end of last season, I really want to stay at Man United. I love Man United. He got he like it's like he's played there all his life. He yeah. can't see beyond Man United. He'd rather be on the bench what? and getting paid than play like play. And I, I, I hear cried? him. But I can feel it. He can, he, bruv, when he's when the when I see things that like he puts out in the press, I, I feel so bad for him. Yeah, it's like, yeah, oh yeah, he wants to work really hard. He wants to stay at Man United. Any oh, other player man. would have just said, calm, whatever. He doesn't he doesn't want to leave. And I you feel bad so for funny. him. George you know so funny is that yeah. I remember when the news came out that he got Raiola as his new agent. We agent. all thought he we all thought he, he was offered it. Yeah. But then co but then COVID struck and the way Italy was moving. I, I, I think Lingard said, "Yeah, I'm staying, bro." Yeah, yeah. Apparently, players are hesitant to go abroad at the moment. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. In like, Europe, not, is, uh... not even just abroad. They're just like hesitant to move across the country as well. Mm, so yeah, so that's how. But, yeah, if he stays, I'm not like. It's not the end of the world that. I don't think I don't think Lingard's mm-hmm. that bad. I don't I don't think mm-hmm. uh, out of the players we have, when we look at all of the rubbish players, yeah, Lingard would be the last person, in my opinion. Yeah. He sort of tops. He sort of tops the rubbish list. Yeah, he's but, at top of the rubbish. He's at top but, of the rubbish. Yeah. But if the fee is right, exactly. Hey, hey if the fee is right, I, I don't care. Get rid of. But him. he's he's the player that we can probably get the most for. Exactly. That's it. why. If we can, then that's I'm why. On it. He, that, that's why for me he was the most important because if you yeah. Because because he's the best of, of the rubbish, you can get a good fee fee for him. That's, that's very yeah. true. Get get yeah. like, but Everton have stopped being stupid. So that's, I, that's, think that's the problem. I think I think as the season that, too late. That 
and Bournemouth went down, they loved them light skin youths. Yeah, 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 man. So uh, I feel for I feel for Lingard because I feel bad for you know him. what? Yeah, he's got, he's got you too. No, nah, listen, listen. I, if the team was a lot better, uh, like our squad building was a lot better, and the team was in better shape, he would be an okay option. It's just that the team is so bad, and we need the money, and like our depth is mm. so poor, and it's just like. He has to go type of thing. But if our team first 11 was good and we had better bench players, you wouldn't really care about seeing Lingard on the bench. It's only That's like right. because now he commands the highest fee, like you said, Elijah. And he's, everybody on, big, wants he's, actually and he's on big wages that you'd say, okay, cool. We need to get him gone. But if the squad was in a, a better way, then you probably wouldn't really care whether Lingard stays or go. But because we need the money at this minute in time to... To buy, and he commands the highest fee. Then it's like he's on his next on the chopping block. But due to COVID and stuff, I don't really see him going. Even on deadline day, I think he's. I, it's not going to happen. I don't think any. I don't think we're going to be able to move on many. Maybe Pereira is definitely going to go. I saw that the um, president said in two, three days two, he'll three be their days, player. Yeah. So uh, Pereira will go, and maybe one more, maybe Smalling. But I, I don't see I don't see Jones going anywhere. I don't see uh, Romeo was saying that nothing he's they've we've had no offers for him. Anyway, yeah, so. um I think we want a big fee for him. So we want like eight million for him. Plus yeah, he's, so plus he's not on, going nowhere. Plus plus, plus he's on eight K a week, nine K a week. He's not Yeah, going he's not going nowhere. Rojo is on 150k a week. He's not going. He's not going anywhere. Like well. I don't know why we didn't sell him to Everton last summer. Like why we blocked that move, and why we saw Everton as a rival last summer. It's just it's it's um yeah. I don't get it because now he's not going anywhere, and he's just oh yeah, it's just that makes no sense to be honest with you. But I don't see how there's there's no interest in any of these men. Yep, and the way we we signed them up to long bills because we thought we could do what. They thought they could do what they're doing with Pereira, hopefully, where they could sell them on for a good fee by extending it. They're thinking like accountants rather than... Yeah. Well, it's exactly. all finance, man, isn't it? Finance, man, that, that fucking running the football. That's the but thing. that works. That can work if you play the players. That but can work. They don't even play to showcase yeah. what they could do. That's the thing, because they know if they play them, the value will drop because they are that bad. It's <laughs> <laughs> that peak, like... You can you can yeah. do that with good squad players, can't? Yeah, because they will play. People will see their value. Cool. Yeah. With man like Rojo and that, like he will do a mad thing, and then you won't see him for like six months because he would he will get injured. He'll flag a man in the face, and then yeah. like <laughs> like, oh, like there needs to be a balance between the the Oops. financial thinking and the football thinking. Like yeah. there needs to be a married there. So that's a big problem that we have, but. Enough of that. Um... Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Let's go. Let's go on to some listeners' questions. Not that many this week, but I'm I'm not surprised. It was it was actually a pretty de- depressing week, despite the fact that we won, which is so weird. But oh, man, 
Um, this is this one's from M L Doms. Uh, his question is: We allegedly have the biggest scouting network in the world, but but Bar, Marshall, and De Gea, how comes we have never been able to identify and acquire a young talent before they get a mad price tag? Because are not that, allowed to recommend anything. <laughs> and also, that is not that they may do. They, they probably put one hundred and fifty thousand names on the desk, but that is not what United are like. They probably cross off all those names that are on. There's probably they probably go onto the desk of the committee and they cross them off. So it's not I it's, it's not really our scouting network. I think they probably bring the names forward and those names just get crossed off because United don't have that foresight. They're not really... I've, in saying that, I do believe that they're building up our under-18s and not all of that quite well. They're acquiring some talents. But I think the thing is with that is that that was done very differently. So... Mm. With with our youth academy, it was very. We're getting the top talents. Yeah, at, so uh, at a, at was... at a, they're already well known. Yeah, it was yeah. very archaic. So what was done is that Woodward brought in a consult a consultancy just to look at what we don't have and what the other big clubs don't have, and then we built it from the ground up. And then we've had Butt, who has o- overseen everything, and now we're in a position where our under 18s are very good. Our reserves is basically a place where our under 18s can play a level up, and then we mm. know our, our best young players. That's why we've seen this mm. is Garner, Levert, they want to learn out Laird. So it was done in a very, it was actually the way that we rebuilt our academy was actually a good, it's actually one of the good things that Woodward has actually done. But mm. it's weird how it's not been done with the first team. Like yes, like we have the biggest scout network in in the world. We have loads of scouts, and then we have this be- be- bespoke stats tool. <laughs> and mm, nonsense, and isn't it? We, we, we've heard we've heard scouts come out and said they've recommended this player and that player. Bolter came out saying he said we should get he was trying to get Goretzka on on a free, but United weren't really. Yeah, see, the, it, the names come to the desk, but it's just that's not that isn't that isn't United. United want ready, ready-made player, and it's so crazy because they don't get the best ready-made players anyway. So you might as well just go and do what the listeners' questions suggest and get players before they are good. But again, you're at a big club, you want to minimize the risk in transfers, and you want to make sure players can hit the ground running and you can be successful straight away. But that's not even working because we don't even do that correctly. So. Whatever. Literally, yeah, Liverpool, yeah, took yeah, three. No, I say two risks. I don't think um, I don't think Van Dijk was a risk, but Salah mm-hmm. and Mane was a risk. Mane I don't know. Salah was with, tearing up. No, no, but Mane was linked with us. Every fan in the world was bantering us when mm-hmm. Mane was linked with Man United. Yeah. That yeah, was definitely. a risk, but Liverpool took it. Salah, mm-hmm. obviously, if you were watching Italy, then you would know he was tearing it up. But for me. I was watching yeah. Italy at that time, no, was and, and and every and every, all I could all I could just like go off of what he done in a prem, and I was like I wasn't bothered about that signing. I was like good player, but I don't know how to finish his dinner. That was literally yeah. the, the, his biggest you know issue. He couldn't finish. It's mad because even I, I, I saw I saw him in Italy. He played for Fiorentina. He played for Roma, and all I saw was that he was so fast that he ex like it's basically like Lukaku right now. The mm-hmm. way he exploited those those defenders was um, 
like it it felt so racist like it was just like yeah. it was just running at them it kept running at them so i thought in the prem it might not be like that but with liverpool they had the good coach so he made it so that he was still allowed to do, do that really so yeah so bro we just need to basically just take risks in the transfer window and let's just see if we can get because this tried this uh big starting it hasn't worked so let's just, just take some risks and get like players for a decent amount rather than spending 120 on a central or 90 million on a central i'd rather get a saw and a david brooks do you know what i mean i'd rather take that risk and then shore up in like better areas. So for example, I'd take the risk on Asana David Brooks because we have Rashford and Greenwood. So I'll take that risk. And then in midfield, I'd go goal certified with a party. Do you know what I mean? In 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 defense, I'd go uh Upperman Carnal. Do you know what I mean? Like rather than 120 or one position, I feel like you, you should you should kind of like pick and choose where you take the risk. And I don't think we should go for Sancho, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, that that, that, that was another thing someone said. Someone said that Liverpool, the, the thing Liverpool do well is they know when to take a risk on a player and they know when to move on. So with Van Dijk and Alisson, they said, yeah, they are too elite. So Too elite. Have it. With Salah and Mane, they weren't their first choice. Um, they wanted Götze over Mane and they wanted Brandt over Salah. They weren't able to get them. So they said, let's go for Mane. And Salah, so yeah, I think they work. They definitely work their way through a list better than we do. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, next question is: Is it time to consider selling Pogba? Yes. I don't know. I feel like if we sell Pogba, we just go further back. Because how the hell are we going to re- 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 who who are we going to replace him with? Like yeah. we have listen, listen, listen. The thing is, if we were Bayern Munich, if we were City, if we were live not Liverpool, if we were Liverpool now, mm-hmm. then I could say, okay, cool, we'll sell Pogba, and I'm confident we may be able to replace him with two or three players, maybe one. But at United, you sell Pogba, and you won't see anyone coming. I guarantee <laughs> you, you won't see it's anyone actually coming. true. You won't see anyone coming. It's so true. selling Pogba is like it's just it's insane. It's like it's, we sell him and then there's going to be no one. Like there's no way you can trust United to sell Pogba and adequately adequately replace him or adequately improve our midfield or use that money other than Glazers improving their NFL team or whatever team they've got in America. So, so no, like just keep him there and give him the bag because I don't trust the club to do anything of the sort after he's gone. That's true. That's true on that. Like, yeah, as you said, if it was another team, then it would make sense. But again, we've proven that we're not good at replacing players. So yeah, I kind of agree with you on It'll that. It'll be five years point. before we before we yeah, that's, that's think very, about very, getting close to replacing him. That's very true. Man said f- five years now. Five years, honestly. Five years. Twenty. 25 and be like, oh shit, yeah. he, he sold pop. Yeah, pop. yeah. <laughs> shit. We've got to replace him now. Like, <laughs> shit. I just, you just can't trust the club to do anything. Like, so we've got to keep our best players at the club. Even if even if we only get one performance a month from them at the moment, boy, I'll take that over what I think the club will do once they're gone. <laughs> oh, by the way, that question was from Keith Ocha. And then this one from Wade World's. Why do we? Why do we allow this team to to ruin our week? 
every week. <laughs> Man, why do you allow your girlfriend to annoy you? Like? I was just about to say, brother, this is <laughs> this is yeah. literally like a relationship with your girl. Like, it's just yeah, you just you put up with it because you love her. Yeah. <laughs> it's a mad thing. Like, yeah. So you want to leave? You want to? You, hey. <laughs> you want the heartache to stop? You're thinking about going therapy, but uh, it's just <laughs> <laughs> you're just you're just here, isn't it? We're just here, bro. Here, bro. We're yeah. here. To that listener, we're here. And there's, there's nothing we can do, bro. That's so it. if you're looking for us to tell you get out, sorry, bro. Uh I mean that's that's all the questions there were. There weren't many questions, man. Um no, oh. sorry guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry guys. Uh, this was a sad this is I think this is the saddest part I've we heard. We got three points though. Off you won, you know. It's <laughs> the saddest part I've heard. Off you won. It's because we know what's to come, like we're not deluded yeah. anymore. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. We, know, yeah. we know what's to come, like we know. That that was such a bad performance, and now there's an international break. It doesn't get any. It doesn't get better. What's even worse? We got Brighton on Wednesday. Fucking hell, bro. Got Brighton again on Wednesday. Then after that, that a cup. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Then after that is Spurs. Spurs on Sunday. Spurs on Spurs. We got Spurs. Got Spurs. Did Kane Kane get a red card though? No, no, didn't. It was the coach. It's only Son's injured, but that doesn't mean anything. Bergwijn packed out the hair. Yeah. So, oh man, I don't know. Yeah. So, but... you know what? Yeah, I know it's not his fault, but being being panenka at a penalty that should that 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 should show the hair that people do not really respect. They don't him. respect well, you. I'm telling you, there's no there's no respect. There's no ratings there because he's not doing. I prom- like Noya's just come back to good I form, to and that. I promise you, he's not trying that with Noya. He's not trying that with other top keepers, bruv. No they're treat, they're treating the guy like he's Chelsea's keeper, bruv. I'm honest. I'm seeing Sunday league keeper, bruv. Because to do that to David De Gea, that means your 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 team has looked at David De Gea and said, this guy hasn't saved a penalty in his whole life. So you can do literally whatever you want. <laughs> what years? <laughs> and, yeah, what years? yeah, you do whatever. Because he saved a penalty the other day, but it was a retake, isn't it? Yep. So um, you do whatever you want, bro. You want to chip in. It's going in, so do whatever you want. <laughs> it's embarrassing, isn't it? The only saving grace is that at the end he gave away the penalty, so he's, he won't sleep in it. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to see yeah. it. Um, what, 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 last thing, what do you think the score versus Spurs is going to be? Are we, it, no. I know it doesn't really matter, but are we away or home? We're at home. We're at home. Oh, gosh. And Bell's not fit? No, no, no. And Son's not fit? Nope, he's got a hamstring injury, he's out. But, him, but Harry Kane right now is linking up like a madman. Like his link up with play. Sunder. I think you. I think you'd be able to do it with anybody, man. Right now he's on fire in regards to link up. Like he, I, don't, I don't. That's so like, insane. We're talking about one of the most lethal number nines, and now he's an assist merchant. Yeah, it's because do you know what? It's mad because when we talk about Marshall and how he can drop too deep. We've, we've, we've actually been seeing it with Kane for like a good two seasons now. Yeah, it's, he's and playing people just ignore away. it. <laughs> Did yeah. That guy needs help. Like he needs, because he he's basically having to drop deep to create for the team. Mm. I thought they were bringing in players like um, Ndombele, La Celso. These men yeah. were supposed to be able to do that job. So. But I mean, La Celso, yeah, he's playing as a 10, but I mean, even then, like they have, they're starting winks and hot, Hoiberg, man, like they mm, can't press play. So on to um, sorry, the score prediction. Yeah, I'll go. 
one one. I'll take the one one, man. Yeah, I'll take the one one as well. To be honest, you know mm. what? I I think Rashford's gonna wake up because the way he hates Ma- Mourinho. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he might dump on Mourinho. The way he hates again. Mourinho. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm thinking, boy. Spurs are quite aggressive, though, so I reckon Marina will tell them to just clatter him. Ah, oh, fam. I think when he when Rashford sees Mourinho's face, he's gonna go super saiyan, bro. Hopefully, Martial and Pogba do the same as well. I feel like they might raise Ma- their game. I can't lie. I think Martial he needs to stop wearing the Balenciaga boots. Yeah, and why is he wearing those? I don't understand. Basically, I think he lost. I think he's. I think his contract with his sponsor ran out recently. So he's who? Who is he with? I can't remember who who he was with. You know, but like he's wearing. Can he get a new sponsor? Is he moving like Pepe? No. Nah, so, so, so basically, I think his team is, is trying to sort out a, a contract for a, a new thing. But I'm like, bro, just. Fam, it's not that. Is deep. he wearing Sokoda or something? I, I don't know what he's wearing, bro. He's, he's just all blacked out. I, I don't know what or what the brand is, but he looks so unfit. His first touch looks horrendous. Yeah, it looks heavy. And Pogba as well. But hopefully they can wake up. But all I know is that Rashford, if he plays l- 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 like he did at OT last season, boy. So where are you going then? What score? I'm going two one to us though. Ooh, it's a brave one, yeah. I'm, I'm going to answer us still. Um, yeah. All right. <laughs> that's the that's the end of the product. Uh, thank you for for listening. So subscribe, like, share. Uh, when you comment on the pod tomorrow, make sure to use the hashtag Touchline Fracker. And yeah, we're we're out. Peace. Peace. Rashford, he's in here, he scores! Marcus Rashford takes yet another step up the ladder. And it's a lad from Manchester who scores. Only chance in my team like Man U. Trying to get in again, he's in again, he scores again! Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. There's more to working from home than emails. So you need Wi-Fi with reliable speed, the most in-home coverage, and built-in security. You need Xfinity XFi. That's simple, easy, awesome. 
Switch to Xfinity Internet and learn about our great offers. You'll get amazing value with speeds that deliver and reliable coverage you can count on. And with XFi Advanced Security, you can keep all the devices in your home connected and protected from Wi-Fi network threats. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store to learn more today. Restrictions apply. Sports Social Podcast Network.